Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wonder Chapter Edition and today's Wonder Chapter is 1st Samuel Chapter 16 and as usual, let's start with the word of prayer Almighty life, God, and thank you for this wonderful day and thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of provision and I thank you for always being with us Father, where we have gone wrong, where we have offended you in our thoughts and in our words in what we have done and what we have failed to do may you send in your Holy Spirit to come and guide us and be with us in everything that we do we pray that may you have mercy on us, make when you're shielding us, make when you're protecting us. We pray for all those who are sick, all those who are in pain, Father, all those who have given up and lost hope that may you send in your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, to shed his precious blood on them to protect them and give them hope. I know that the Lord still loves them. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. And let us go straight to today's wonder chapter. Samuel anoints David. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to your sacrifice and I'll show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled and asked when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes, I come in peace. I have to sacrifice to the Lord. Concentrate yourselves and come to your a sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely this is the Lord's anointed one stands here before the presence of the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shema pass by, but Samuel said, No, has the Lord chosen this one? Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, The Lord has chosen none of these. So he asked Jesse, Are these all the sons you have? They're still the youngest, Jesse answered. He's tending the sheep, Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and they had brought him in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, arise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of all his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. Now the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. Saul's attendants said to him, See, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command his servants here to search for someone who can pay, play the lyre. He will play when 
the evil spirit from God comes to you and you will feel bitter. So Saul said to his attendants, find someone who plays well and bring him to me. One of the servants answered, I have not seen a son of Jesus of Bethlehem who knows how to play the lyre. He is a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well and is a fine looking man and the Lord is with him. Then Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, send me your son, David, who is with the sheep. So Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread, a skin of wine, and a young goat, and sent them with his son David to Saul. David came to Saul and entered his service. Saul liked him very much, and David became one of his armor bearers. Then Saul sent word to Jesse, saying, Allow David to remain in my service, for I am pleased with him. Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David would take up his lair and play. Then relief would come to Saul. He would feel better, and the evil spirit would leave him. This is where our wonder chapter for today ends. It's another short wonder chapter, and today we are seeing the rise of David. I think we have all heard stories about David, ABC, but today we are seeing the story about the rise of David. And without wasting time, what message do I get? The first thing that really hits me comes from verse 6. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. Amen. Samuel saw Eliab and thought, oh my God, this must be the one, this must be the person that I am looking for. So it really got me thinking, what do people say when they look at me? Hmm? What do people say when they look at me? What do people say when they look at you? I want you to just think, do they see a representation of Christ in you? Or you are that person that everyone sees and they'll be like, eh, even this one is going to heaven. And I know so many times people tell you, don't think what people think of you, but you should learn to filter. Sometimes it's the truth and we just try to run away from the truth. We have to portray Christ's identity, even outwardly. We have to be kind. We have to help the needy. We, you know all the things that Christ did. And you know how Christ wants us to be. And do you depict a Christian when they look at you? Can they see a Christian? You know, you'll be like, ah, I've gone so far. You see my friends, this, 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 this. Don't let your friends dictate the value of Christ in you. Your relationship with God is quite a personal one. And you will lose nothing letting your outward identity shout like that of Christ. It's not bragging. It's okay to brag about Jesus Christ. I always tell people it's okay to brag about Jesus Christ because when you look at the things that God has done in your life, when you look at how far the Lord has brought you, my friend, it's very okay to brag about the Lord. And then verse 7, verse 7 really hits me. Look at verse 7. But the Lord said to someone, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Let me repeat that last part. Hmm? 
I even feel, uh, I, I don't know how to say it. People look at outward appearance, but the Lord looks at your heart. Now we have just said our outward appearance must depict Christ. Very well, your outward appearance is depicting Christ. But what about your heart? What about your inner appearance? What is in your heart? Remember, whatever we do in darkness, one day we shall be held accountable. You can never fool the Lord. Open your heart. Let it be for the Lord. I've always told you this. The Lord deserves a hundred percent. Give him. How is your heart? Is it full of unforgiving? I don't know. Are you the person who, when someone offends you, you hold grudges, such things? Oh no. We ought to be like Christ, even our heart should be of Christ. And this is where so many of us go. We are pretenders. We are good at pretending, yet our hearts are as dirty as hell. Why? Why should you pretend? You can't pretend. You, you can't. And that is why we ought to cleanse our hearts. We have to let sure our hearts are light. Forgive those who offend you. I know it's not easy, but forgive. Do you think it's easy for God to forgive? Yeah, it's very easy for him to forgive because he loves you. But just imagine all the time the Lord forgives you and for you don't want to even forgive someone. And lastly, Verse 11, so he asked Jesse, are these all your sons that you have? They are still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending to the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. You see, Jesse didn't in Jesse's mind. Samuel was, <laughs> I mean, David could never have been the option. Why? Because he was the youngest. And you see how God loves humble people. God loves to exalt the humble. He loves to elevate the humble. He loves to lift the humble. And David was just there attending to the sheep. Remember the story of Saul, how Saul also started. He was just there looking for his donkeys. There is something that the Lord loves about humble people. That's why we ought to humble ourselves before the Lord. We have to come before the Lord when we are humble. Because if we are humble, if we humble ourselves before the Lord, He will make us stand before anything. He will make us stand before any circumstance. Because that is the Lord. How did you get time? Read first Samuel chapter 16. What do you get? What message comes across your head? Feel free to write to us, dailygracewithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailygracewithalan. We love to hear from you. Remember, the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Almighty love, God, I thank you for this wonderful day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of everything. I want to thank you for today's beautiful wonder chapter. Father, we see the story of the rise of David. Father, who was humble. And we pray that may you fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we are also humble, just like David, so that we may inherit your greatness, so that we may inherit your kingdom. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name. And that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.